I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe. Each week we take a listen to some amazing music from incredible indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. And, as always, you're invited to enjoy the music in the chat. Today my featured artist is Christy Lane Sinclair. She's Haida and Cree, raised in British Columbia, currently living along the Campbell River in Vancouver. She's released approximately five or six albums throughout the years. The last time we got caught up was upon the heels of the release of The Ability to Judge Distance. So it's been a little while now. She's back with a brand new offering called Super Blood Wolf Moon, produced by Juno-nominated singer-songwriter Tara Lightfoot, recorded at Jukasa in Oswegan. She has a great number of tracks that we're going to be talking about today, kicking things off. It's Dogfish Woman. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. Mother, she's a raven. She loves you. Oh, honey, she loves you. She's grasping at shadows. She wants to. Shadow running 
Christy Lane Sinclair's Dogfish Woman from her new offering, The Super Blood Wolf Moon, kicking off our listening on today's edition of Gyno. Welcome to the conversation. I'm excited to welcome Christy back to the show. I believe the last time we talked was 2018-2019 on the heels of the ability to judge distance. Her previous release, so much has transpired, so much has changed in the meantime, and I'm so grateful that we're able to reconnect on the other side of uh, craziness like the COVID pandemic. So without further ado, welcome back to Gyno. Christy, how are you doing today? I'm excited to be back and talk to you, for sure. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, You have a really great new album out. As we'll get more into the discussion a little bit here, uh, you nicely balance it out with uh, serious themes and and more laid-back, fun kind of, uh, you know, songs as well. So we're going to touch on all of this. Uh, But before we dive into the new release, I was wondering if you would be so kind to tell listeners out there a little bit about yourself. I am currently in Campbell River in British Columbia, Canada. I am sitting uh, by the sea right now, having the the salty air blow through my hair. Yeah. (laughs) A little ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I grew up on the coast, kind of near Alaska in uh, Haida Gwaii, from Haida and Cree. And um, yeah, I've been making music since I was 15, so we're looking at like 25 years. What was it that got you into music in the first place? Um, I think, well, I mean, the first moment where I was like, I'm going to be a musician, like, it's it's like the 90s, um, you know, first CDs, first stereo. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I saw a Smashing Pumpkins VHS. That's how old I am. <laughs> I'm and, right there and, like, with went, you. Right? And I went out to my mom and I was like, so I need a Fender Stratocaster because I'm going to be Billy Corgan. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to marry Billy Corgan. I just wanted to be Billy Corgan. (laughs) The world is a vampire, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, that was totally. (laughs) And so, yeah, for my birthday, she got me a Fender Stratocaster. And it had to be a Fender Stratocaster. It can be a Fender Squire. It had to be, like, the good stuff. Sure. And the guy who worked at the store actually went to school with her, went to high school with her. So he's like, do not buy her this guitar. Do not spend, like, you know, $700 on a guitar. She's never going to play it. And he's like, she's like, if my daughter says she's going to play guitar, she's going to play guitar. Yeah. And, and look <laughs> and at here I we still are. I play 20... that guitar all the time. It's, that it's specific like guitar. guitar. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a Fender, Fender Stratocaster, but that thing could, like, drive across the country and it'll still be in tune cool well and let's face it you do form a relationship with an instrument anybody who tells you that there's not kind of a life force uh, with an instrument hasn't played enough of an instrument right well i mean your hands do like physically wear the wood as well so it's like it's totally you know it's my baby and it's so nice it's like you know when i used to wear like studded belts all the time there's that wear on the back and yeah (laughs) At what point? I'm kind of a gear nerd. <laughs> you know, jeez, uh, uh, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because you're not going to find yeah, right? a bigger nerd than me. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, this is nice. That's, that's, that's a longer podcast. Oh, which we should do at some point as well. I think we can even live stream it, right? 
Oh, man, I would totally tune into like, yeah. pedal setups or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, oh, my, all right, anyway, anyway, this, anyway, is, this is fun because down, it, down, is a, <laughs> it is a little bit of a trip uh, back in memory lane, and I think we need to appreciate as well, like, what a great time uh, to feel inspired by music. That really was, you know, it was on TV all the time, and, yeah, there was a lot of corporate fluff too, right? But, you know, it was just, yeah. it, it still seemed accessible at that point. Which point did you uh, release your first album? Jeez, I feel like it was 2010 or 2009. I don't even know. Mm. You know, I'm so bad at this. I do, I do like quite a lot of press, and people are like, "How many albums do you have?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, does EPs count as albums? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, I think I think I have five out and an EP now. Cool. Yeah, I went to music school. I grew up in a small, small town. It was like a fishing port. And basically, it was go to school or suffer the fishing port town. Options were a little <laughs> bit more limited, yeah. Right? So I decided to, I wanted to go to music school, and I played guitar. And I played out of, like, Guitar World magazine, like, pads oh. and stuff like that. So I, like, quickly, like, really, like, learned to learned notes on a page really fast and like applied via cassette tape <laughs> to um, a music school in Vancouver. And I actually started playing, um, I sent in a Black Sabbath song, but one of their like old timey, like um, classical songs. What, uh, what, like Orchid or? What was it on? It was on Masters or It's like dun 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 dun. Oh yeah. That's my favorite Black Sabbath album. Right? Me too. Yeah. Every track on that. That's another podcast. See, see, we got the wheels turning now. Before we get back into our listening, let's just talk a quick moment about the ability to judge distance. I mean, you had some really great success with that too, and 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 you were able to get your name out there, create you know a bigger network. I seem to even recall like seeing you on the Indigenous Music Countdown a bunch with that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That was a really fun record. That may be my like funnest. You know most positive i mean it's not really even that positive but you know a little bit more carefree than what we're going to be talking about with this release anyway yeah sure yeah i am looking forward to coming back after our first batch of tunes and exploring some of the themes on here uh you recorded at a prestigious studio with a high profile producer you brought along a bunch of ladies that really can rock and, uh, you know, yeah, we have so much more to talk about. Um, let's see. As has been custom here on Guy Note here recently, I was wondering if uh, you could give me a couple of recommendations of, of new music that you feel people got to check out. Who do we got to know about? In the women power vein, uh, my friend Ezu, who's a West Coast, I think she's Clinkett from, like, up north in the Yukon. Oh, nice. Anyway, she's such a powerhouse, and she just dropped a song called Warrior Song, and I listened to it the other day, and um, definitely deserves a spin, because she's, like, such a force. And Andrina Terrain is a good friend of mine out of Winnipeg, and she dropped an album, and it's super beautiful. Hmm. I was lucky enough to preview it, um, a few months ago when I was in Winnipeg and I was just like, could not wait to hear the whole thing. 
when it's done. So yeah, definitely, definitely those two. My girl Kelly Fraser, yeah. obviously. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm really enjoying it. There's never been a better time for indigenous music, and uh, we're gonna hear from a lot of ladies that rock today. In fact, I, I thought we would go with that theme, and I do believe, as I look at the list, that uh, everybody on here is is some female powerhouse. You know what I mean? So we're gonna come back and talk about Super Blood Wolf Moon. In the meantime, enjoy these three selections. Adrena Terrain, See Me Through the Night, the Putafe Trio with Woman Sacred, and kicking things off right now from Christy Lane Sinclair's Super Blood Wolf Moon, Asaranonda Jates. You ought to sing along with Heartbites today on Gyno. <laughs> I don't feel right tonight. Skipping stones in the southern light. You don't need me, and then I try to sleep. And the walls.
Hey, this is Shawnee Kish. I'm two-spirit singer-songwriter Mo Haas from Six Nations Grand River living in Edmonton, and you are listening to Gyno. Okay, this is for everybody here. It's called Woman Sacred.
I'm Ailani, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe.
Tangerina Terrain, See Me Through the Night, a great track coming by way of recommendation from today's featured guest, Christy Lane Sinclair. If you're just now tuning in, it's great to welcome Christy back to the show. A lot has transpired since uh, she last joined me on Gyno, I think about five or six years ago now, uh, on the heels of her uh, then latest release, the ability to judge distance. She's back with a brand new album called Super Blood Wolf Moon, and there are a lot of themes that we ought to start diving into. Um, and, you know, something tells me, Christy, that you really have something to say with this release, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was five years between releases, and, um, you know, I, I really wanted to do an album, and I really wanted it to tell... A story. The funny thing with an album is that I feel like it makes itself. It makes itself known, and it wants to do what it wants to do. Yeah. And definitely, I thought I was done songwriting, and then it's like we're totally not done. <laughs> <laughs> we're only halfway done, actually. So I kind of had to pause everything and continue writing. And this is what came out. And then it was finally done. And then COVID happened. <laughs> It was a bit of a release famine, and everyone's like, I don't really see that. And I'm like, but I really, really, really need to. Yeah, yeah. So it's out. It's probably been ready for two years. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually halfway recording, halfway through my next album, oh. which has never happened before. I've never done both at the same time. Yeah, sure, sure. Like, that's just, like, kind of unheard of, like, energy-wise, for sure. Well, it's got to help you keep the momentum going, too, right? It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. But it's like almost all projects that were like um, held back in COVID are now happening now. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. (laughs) I've been like on the couch for like three years. Yeah. So the the songs came together. Uh, You weren't setting out to, I guess, create a narrative, but you started to notice some similarities uh, between them. And I I guess one of the themes that you do explore on here is the need to discuss some of these hard discussions, domestic abuse and uh, PTSD. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these songs were birthed out of, like, in my house, um, post domestic violence, PTSD, still a thing, like still a thing in my life now, mm-hmm. which I don't think it ever really goes away. But I mean, I wrote the songs, and I write a lot of songs for myself. And I don't, and I'm like, you know, is this too personal, or it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. And these were, some of these were definitely those songs. And, you know, I didn't want to, but I felt like I had to. And now that I have, it feels so much better. Mm. Um, Therapeutic, like a release? Yeah, it's totally, like, freeing, you know? Like, and especially, I'm getting, like, feedback from women, um, which is so nice and so supportive, because also I have people to talk to. Because, like, at the time, I had no one to talk to, and it was super lonely. And what I did a lot of the times was look for music that reflected my own experience, and I couldn't find one. I couldn't find, like, one song. But it's because, you know, like, stuff like this can be, like, a a career killer for women. And, you know, I think, you know, it's 2023. (laughs) It's time to get with it, right? 
right? It's time to get with it. It's time to talk about it and not just be like, you know, you know, it's not airing your dirty laundry. Right. It's um, it, it's real life and it's happening to more people than a lot of people think. So see, that to me is really, I guess, kind of discouraging because, you know, I, I, I don't know. I would hope that there would be some progress on that. But, man, there's still so much to do as far as good relations with uh, with the other. Right. Well, I mean, especially like even during COVID, like our mm-hmm. prime minister, you know, it's like the press conferences about other things are like super long. And it's like, also, side note, we just put in like $5 million towards like domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But I've talked to like, you know, like the helplines and all this stuff. But it's like, you know, it got a lot worse during COVID because people are staying at home with their abusers and there's money problems right. <laughs> and yada, yada, yada. And it just kind of wasn't talked about. Or, like, the weirdest part was, like, during COVID, the helplines went dead. Oh, wow. Because nobody was phoning in because they were surrounded by, with their abusers. So, and then, yeah, and then it got really bad. And then there was lots of people calling the helplines. Anyway, Uh. yeah. I mean, it sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> Christy, I'm glad the feedback has generally been really positive, and I I hope this signals a change in the tide as well. And I, I think it's oh. going to continue to resonate uh, with a lot of people, and I, I think it will be instrumental in helping to facilitate these conversations. You know, Let's talk about one last thing before uh, we get back into the tunes, um, and specifically the title. Uh, you told me that there is a meaning behind the super blood wolf moon. You haven't told me yet and the suspense is killing me <laughs> i hope this is a good story <laughs> um, no but i think when i was working on this record because it spanned over two years it was funny when i would write every song i would notice that it was a full moon mm. i'm like oh my god i'm totally writing with the with the cycle yeah, yeah. without really knowing it and then the last song on the album was the night of the super blood wolf moon oh. and it was huge and it was red and yeah it was just it was just so amazing and then i was just like and i was just like what a dope title for a record oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like true and it's um you know and the artwork's based around it and yeah just like transformation and it was just kind of kind of great and my cousin like designed all the artwork for it it's tied to artwork cool um with the with the moon transforming me into a wolf (laughs) it's an impressive release uh even aesthetically as you were mentioning the artwork um and i do think that was a a super cool story to talk about too because as we were getting caught up before actually pressing record here right like i'm working on this full moon radio project and really feel it uh kind of important to reckon time kind of in our traditional ways as well right um, so, yeah, I always like to nerd out with things like that. So I, I thank you so much, Christine. Oh, uh, thank you. It was touching to see you include uh, a sample from Kelly Frazier on here. And I was wondering if you could help to introduce this next song that we're going to be listening to. Of course, of course. So the song is great. Initially, Kelly Fraser um, was going to be on this album. Um, excuse us. Hmm. Um she has she had PTSD as well. She was a good friend of mine. 
Um, she wanted to actually like massage this album and learn from the recording process and just be there. And I didn't actually know she had PTSD. So when I was writing break, um, afterwards, I'm just like, it's missing something. And I talked to a producer and he sent this over, but it was the exact, like, it was the right BPM. It was the right feel. Didn't have to edit it at all. So I kind of felt like there was, it just was perfect. And I felt like we were still collaborating and hanging out and her, like, offering her power again. And that was, I don't know, it's beautiful. It's so, you know, it gives me chills still. I'm getting chills talking about it right now.
Hey, this is Jaylee Wolf, and you're listening to Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network. Grandma Nature, Mother Moon, show me. Everything is out there if you really want to know the truth. We 
really want to know the truth, all you have to do is everything is out there. But why does the Indian Act not have power over us, though? What do you mean by that when you said that? Because it was never given the authority to have power over us. They just made them believe that it has the power. called Warrior Song and coming by recommendation from the great Christy Lane Sinclair for your listening pleasure today on Gyno. I'd just like to take a quick moment to encourage listeners out there to go and check out the full archive at gynomusic.fm. And as always, you're welcome to check the local listings at nv1.org. Christy, what a nice conversation this has been. Uh, it's been a, a pleasure getting caught back up with you after all these years. Uh, and congratulations on a new release. Um, and as we kind of start to wind things down, I, I wonder what's on your agenda. What do you have coming up? Um, you're not going to believe it, but I'm going to tour a bit. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, they lost me up for so long. <laughs> It's the feast after the famine. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think I'm just uh, booking booking a bunch of shows around BC locally, and uh, I'm just gonna keep on that vein. Like I'm just gonna keep going out and playing and living my life. And I'm halfway through making another record right now. What can I'm you tell us about that? About. It's super fun. I mean, it's. It's kind of like because I was I was like trained in classical guitar, yeah. and then it meant. And but I fell in love with grunge. I feel like this has all been coming out in the wash. But I feel like my music is kind of sinking into exactly what I've been trying to do. So the next record is just amping it even more up and like tightening it up. Cool. And uh, you know, a lot of rock. There's classical guitar on it kind of uh yeah but i don't know i kind of hard to describe it's different <laughs> it's like i keep having babies with better better baby daddies <laughs> <laughs> well any uh anticipated release day for this or are we still a little far out for that i'm not sure i think it'll be at least maybe a year okay yeah, you gotta let this yeah. breathe and, and ride this way for a while too <laughs> right. you know? 
Yeah, I want to bask a little bit. Yeah, oh, and you absolutely <laughs> deserve to do that, too. Uh, once again, it's it's well put together. The songs are thoughtful. Uh, but yet, you know, we find that delicate balance, I think. Uh, you capture that nicely with this. And uh, congratulations on all your continued success. I'm happy you get to head out on the road. And uh, one last question. Where can people find more of you at? Oh, I think I'm on all the things. Uh, the iTunes, the Spotify the Amazon, the concealingthingclair.com, what have you. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't Google myself too often but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has been this has been such a nice conversation, and I really can't thank you enough for taking a little bit of time to join me on Gyno today. Yeah, it's always amazing talking to you. See ya.
Spirit 
Gaino is recorded and produced on the Allegheny territory of the Seneca Nation, with support from the Anosa Gwende Cultural Center and Creatives Rebuilt New York. For this and past episodes of Gaino, log on to gainomusic.fm or nv1.org. To discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.